I believe that we all have the ability to help shape the future of humanity. And yes, we have great challenges that we face as humans on earth, but all around us, there are amazing innovators solving the world's toughest problems every single day. This is a show for people who want to be a part of that. On Purpose Innovates, I'm leading a new conversation that brings the meaning of our innovation into focus. I invite the world's leading innovators to articulate the broader purpose of their work, encouraging everyone to consider how our own pursuits might contribute to the creation of a greater future. To join me in this exploration, please follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, or YouTube, and share it with your friends. Spread the insights from these amazing innovators. Without any further wait, please let me introduce today's guest. Today's guest is Chris Thompson, the head coach and owner of the Student Works Management Program, an innovative education experience that's designed to help college students who want to take their experience to a higher level by getting some hands-on business practice, okay? They actually guide students through the creation and management of their own businesses. Very hands-on, very pragmatic, right? Um, and very unique, very different than the college experience, how it stands currently for most people. Um, it has done really great things for the people who come through the program. And there are over 160 millionaire alumni that this program can be very proud of. In this conversation, we discuss what is the broader purpose of education and, and this sort of education? What is the importance of hands-on experience versus theoretical knowledge? Um, and we talk about the growth mindset, how that empowers the students who come through the program and how that can empower anyone who is seeking or trying to fulfill their own purpose and trying to create something of their own. Please enjoy this episode. So Chris, welcome to the show. The first thing I want to I want to get from you is is to open up the discussion with a question about the broader purpose of the Student Works Management Program. In in the broadest sense, what what is the purpose of your program? Yeah, in the broadest sense, the purpose of our program is really to develop the leaders of tomorrow. Okay. And so if I look at the leaders of tomorrow, we are, you know, we need so much leadership for what's happening in the world. We really have so many, you know, crises, you know, Black Lives Matter, the, uh, the, the political environment in many countries in the world, um, the uh, global climate change, um, you know, money streaming to the wealthy and leaving behind many, many people. Um, and so um, all these big changes in my mind need the best possible leaders for the world. Okay. So um, one of the things I want to be clear about is, is that, you know, I don't think I can do 
I can't solve global crime crisis. I can't solve Black Lives Matter. I can't, I can't, you know, these, these big issues. And what I've spent the last 40 years doing is developing amazing leaders and will continue, you know, this is my life's work, developing amazing leaders who then can hopefully be the cause and the change that we need to see in the world. And, and, uh, you know, I'm an optimist. So I, so I, I believe that, um, yes, there are a lot of challenges facing us and yes, we have an incredibly smart and intelligent and vibrant, and, uh, we need to see these things shift. So, so, um, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And uh, you see the world changing. You see more and more people really focused on these big issues. Um, so, um, so yeah, that's, that's, really, that's really what we're about. And uh, it's exciting doing this work. I love doing this work. It's every morning I wake up and I, I you know, I've got lots to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's important, you know, the stake that we're putting in the ground. Absolutely. Um, and, and so I see that you, you are, you really believe in, in the leaders you're creating and, and, and that is something that really makes sense to me. We need to invest in, in our education of, of, of the people who are leading tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, so I really resonate with that, with that purpose and that mission. Um, what do you think, I'm sure you have a lot of pragmatic and, and business oriented um, elements of the program for, for, the, for the people who enroll and are accepted. And I also want to know a little bit more about any of the philosophy that, you, that y'all promote in terms of, you said you're an optimist. Do you mm-hmm. bring that into the, the coursework or... I, I'm reluctant to even call it coursework it, sure. to the program, to the education. Yeah. yeah. So, so fundamentally, a lot of people focus, Chris, on skills and they see skills and they see, wow, look at, look at how this person shows up in the world. Look at how powerful they are. Look, they can talk in front of people. They can present, they can lead, et cetera. But, you know, to me, I, I look underneath and, 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 you know, one of the biggest things that we spend an enormous amount of time on is mindset. Okay, so what sort of mindsets do we need to really have a powerful life? So, so, you know, a future forward optimistic view of life would be one of those mindsets, you know, do we see, do we see growth? Or do we want to be in a safe harbor and think that by being in a safe harbor that we're sort of set up? Um, One of the big things that we coach is you know, the person I am today is not the person I am. I was at your age and the person I'm going to be in five years. You know, it's like every year, can I get a percent better every year? Can I, can I, can I get new insights? Can I, can I constantly be never ending improvement? And so there's mm-hmm. having that growth mindset. Um, how do we, how do we frame mistakes or errors or problems? You know, for us, we're very much a not blaming culture. You know, we don't, we, you know, it's like, oh, it's, it's really great when people can go, oh, I did that. Here's what actually caused that. And then, oh, okay, that's what happened. Okay, good. Is there any other data here? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's other data here. There's, okay, what else happened? And someone else says, yeah, you did that. But, you know, this was also, at, 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 you know, at the core here. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And then just, okay, what can we do in the future? So we as a company or we as an, me as an individual can just be more reliable. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. And just like, okay, here's, here's what it is. This happens and that happens. And, and, and then we deliver great results again to our customers, to our leaders, um, you know, to, to the community. So um, when we take, when we take blame away, it's mm -hmm. just so uh, powerful, you know, mm -hmm. okay. I, I don't have to worry about being wrong. You know, um, you know, and again, I can be 100% accountable. There's another mindset that we believe. I am 100% responsible for my life. Everything that happens, my relationship with all my children, my relationship with my, my partner, who's also the CEO of our business, uh, you know, with my mom, you know, but, you know with, with my community, I'm 100% at, at, at cause. So when you see it that way, it's like I can't go, well, so-and-so was kind of nasty to me today or the world's against me. No, no, no. Everything I get, not, not I get, I created it all. And those are powerful, you know, sort of fundamental um, ways that we look at the world in our, in our program, mm -hmm. you know. And then, and then another thing, Chris, that we look at, and I don't want to feed too much information, but another thing that we love to look at is habits. Okay, so, so okay, you know, what are your habits, Chris? you know, um, and how can we make progress with your habits? And, and so for me, again, walking my talk, I've been making progress on my habits for, you know, 50 plus years. And the, the idea of what can I do better? How can I, how can I improve my habit? You know, one habit I love to, I love to talk about, I think it's a great analogy is, is, you know, you know, for our, for our listeners, for our viewers is, is do you use a snooze alarm? Okay, so, so, and here's how I see a snooze alarm. And again, you, anybody can see, see it how they want to see it, but I see I've made a commitment to wake up at a certain time. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing I've done is I'm not making that commitment. And right. then everything goes off the rail from that. Mm -hmm. I'm not in integrity. My word doesn't matter. So, or the alarm goes off and Chris gets up and Chris mm -hmm. moves on with his day. Chris makes his bed, Chris does the things that he needs to do, you know, so, so it's, you know, everything's the, the integrity's there. So we have our, our leaders look at every different uh, habit that they have, you know, and, and, and it's all what habit you want to improve. So it's not like we're driving, you know, it's what, 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 and, and then let's, let's go make progress. Let's go make yeah. progress. Let's go make progress. And, and again, we're working with 20 year olds. So it's, it's a long road, you know, mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, and again, being gentle there too, right? Because I think, you know, if we look at why don't New Year's resolutions work is because they're New Year's resolutions, right? Like, oh, hold on. First of all, you make them once a year and then you make many of them. Well, what about just making a commitment to one thing? Mm -hmm. And let's just really, really try to make progress around that one area. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and let's, to give people a little more, um, a little more detail, who do you help? Well, I guess fundamentally, uh, we help, you know, university and college age students across Eastern Canada. So from Thunder Bay to Windsor, St. John's, like just a half of the country, there's another business who we're closely aligned with and we share the trademarks with who do, does the other, the Western half of Canada. And so we help young leaders who want to really, really, um, live big lives is what I would say. Okay. And again, it doesn't mean 
they want to be entrepreneurs necessarily because they could live big lives by running a not-for-profit. They could run big lives by being a doctor, by being a lawyer, by, by being really impactful in a specific business, or of course, starting their own business. So these are all the different ways that, that we can live big lives. So, so fundamentally, that's who we help. And then one of the other things is that who do we help? I think we all also have to look at all the other stakeholders surrounding our business. So we want to help the 10,000 customers that we serve every year. Okay. And by the way, I think they actually are literally know, or the vast majority of them don't think we're just providing painting and window cleaning services. They think they're supporting the next generation of leaders and maybe not in the same context I'm sharing with you. And they also know, Hey, they're supporting students and this is going to university wages and I'm helping get new jobs. And so one of the things about our, our customers is they provide lots of feedback. One of the unique things about our business, Chris, is when we get feedback on our website, we send emails out every time a job's complete and customers have the opportunity to give feedback to us and feedback to the operator. You would be shocked. Like when this was set up, I, I wasn't the one who set it up. Like I'm not, you know, responsible for all the different things in my business. It, but it was quite innovative and customers many times will give us completely different feedback than from the operator. Great job, David. You did a wonderful job. And then you need to train David better. Mm. <laughs> now, David doesn't get this or David mm. doesn't get that. Is that ever incredible? Right? Mm. So, so one of the other, who do we serve? We serve the, the, our customers. We serve the, 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 the team of people under our, our operators, those workers. And how do we, how do we coach and train them? Our leaders to coach them. Another, um, we believe we serve our community that we live in and, and just being a positive, uh, um, uh, you know, economic development. Um, and one of the other things that we did a number of years ago, Chris, is, is we've raised $1.7 million for the MS uh, Society of Canada. So every year for now 17 years, we've, you know, basically uh, uh, contributed, you know, about $10 for every job that we've done. Um, and um, that has done a huge part to, you know, I, I believe in my lifetime, MS literally will be ended, you know, mm -hmm. that people will no longer suffer from MS. So that's, again, another, another great thing that we've, that we're, we're committed to doing that we're, we're in process of doing. And, and obviously again, I'm not going to solve MS. I don't have the science background. I'm not that smart, uh, but we can be part of the solution. Awesome. Um, and so this, these, these people, um, the students yes. are, are given um, a real opportunity to basically manage the, the business. Yes. Um, and, and how does that get broken up and what is the business? What are the businesses that they're creating and running? Sure. So, so every fall, like, so right now, I guess we're speaking in the middle of September. So our business is largely wrapping up. We're completing projects and that, and that, um, you know, the very little business that we do over the fall because students are back in school on campus, uh, you know, and that we then, literally spend, uh, you know, 100% or, you know, 80, 90% of our entire company's focus is on finding the best possible candidates. 
50 to 60% of our operators return every year to our business to come and do it again and get better and grow and develop because we've shown them ways that how that, how that can occur for them. Um, and then come January, we have uh, big training meetings that we still hope to be able to run safely in COVID, um, but um, we've run a lot of online meetings as a result of what's happened with COVID. But, um, and, and that coming out of those training, they, they, we, we, what, what we call business meetings, we call them max meetings, but basically uh, they, they go through a process with their coach here's what my values are and they they discover their values they discover that you know we get to well why are you doing this chris why does this interesting you and 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 we really want to again have them wake up with the same feeling that i have right you know because mm -hmm. that's what we want and 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 we're really then um getting them to craft a plan that fits around their life okay and what their school is and what other commitments they have and then they're going out and they're marketing and they're selling and they're recruiting. And so until they get out of school, which in Canada is late April, they are really focused on those three activities. And then the main underlying activity, which is learning, which is training. And the, the more and more times I speak to someone about something, the better and better I'll get. And then, mm. and they're, they're typically spending 20 to 25 hours a week around their university commitments or their college commitments. So that's a real big commitment and and it really takes somebody who is inspired and wants a big future to go and work that like it's a big side hustle around a full-time commitment of university okay yeah. and then and they're putting other things aside to do that and then come the summer you know especially in may and june our big months um there's a real real big push where people are putting 60 to 80 hours a week in and then mm -hmm. in July and August, we, we just know naturally in Canada, people will typically work a little bit less. We don't get that much great weather here. So mm -hmm. <laughs> it's beautiful in the summer. They work, they, they, they don't work quite as hard, which is, which is a very sort of Canadian thing to do. Lots more outdoors and, and things mm -hmm. like that, which I'm sure you, you, you can relate to. So I can. <laughs> um, great. So let's, let's talk about these these people um you you say they they have big dreams they they want to live a big life um right and and they are college students mm -hmm. um what is what is the problem that they face that um that y'all are basically supporting and helping them overcome well there there's you know it's interesting and things have really shifted so i would say fundamentally the the big risk of being uh that age is coming out of university and spending thousands of dollars and in the united states way more um yeah. and coming out of school and not being properly prepared and other people are way more prepared and uh will thus then excel way beyond where you are so so fundamentally there's a catch-22 happening in the world I want this great job, but I don't have the experience to get the great job. I can't get the experience to get the great job. And so we fundamentally solve that problem. Mm -hmm. And I think though, it's, it really is amazing. Like, you know, one of the things that happens by the way, Chris, is that, is that the older generations are always kind of looking down on the new generations. That's how it works. Okay. Like just, I've been around long enough to see this. Okay. So, mm -hmm. so, but, you know, 
it's actually, that's not how it's working. It's, it's not how it's ever worked because I think new generations always surpass old generations. And, mm -hmm. and by the way, why shouldn't they? Because they're standing on their shoulders. Like they're, they're taking all their books. They're taking all their learning. They're taking all their wisdom, right? It's like any measurable activity, any sport you can look at, time, they're faster. Mm -hmm. so, so I think as well, the, the evolution of, of, you know, a student now is just so much more looking at the entire world way more broadly. Like I think back to the eighties and there really was a let's go to wall street thing and greed is good thing. And, and so, so, you know, way more focus around business school is what is the way to a big life and what mm -hmm. I want. And now there's, there's a growing consciousness um, and it's getting broader and broader and broader about, you know, Hey, that's just not going to work. It's not, it's, it's not a, a solution, you know? And, and if, if, again, if I look, you know, 30 years ago and I see, well, what, what was the level of consciousness, you know, judged by meditation or yoga or wisdom books that, that you culturally see on a regular basis, way, way less. Mm. The, 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 the idea of mental health being something that we would even talk about or think about again, major progress. Mm. So, uh, you know, I regularly, when I'm interviewing our, our young students, these things and themes are coming up. They're, 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 they're aware of them. They're thinking about them, you know, and, and um, so, so, uh, so yeah, those are, those are things that I see. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and, and this, this, this student of our, of this moment, we do, um, depending on where you live, mm -hmm. you come out of college with, um, it was a big financial commitment and you're dealing with that. Yeah. Um, and there's a difference between practical, pragmatic experience and then theoretical and um, sort of learned knowledge that maybe came from the books or the professors. So, yeah. So I really see that huge value. Cause for me, I'm a senior in college. Yeah. Okay. Right. And I, I really value the internships that I've had in the summer. Sure. I think these fill a very similar role to what student works is all about is like finding that experience to integrate your learned knowledge to the practice knowledge um and i see a huge um need for that um what do you think how, how important is that for a student and and also maybe to, maybe you could answer this for me sure why why is the current system in its most broad form not addressing that and it's giving you, for example, what you've created is, is a solution to that. And um, what are the ways that the current system leaves students just not quite prepared? Yeah, it's, it's a big challenge. Like um, one of the things I like, you know, so first of all, just a humble guy doing the best I can, right? Like, and, sure. and just, so, so 
I really think the big challenges are out there for politicians and education leaders and things are really, really challenging. Like, mm -hmm. and, and so we can look at things that are missing and go, you know, you know, shake our fingers or we can see the progress. So one of the things that I see is, is now the, the, you know, kids, you know, university students and college age students, they're, they're doing way more interactive courses. They're doing way more group work than there used to be. They're, they're, the, the internship programs are growing and way bigger than they used to be. Okay, so, so we can look at the things that, that schools are doing to try to make, make a move forward. Hmm. Um, so, so um, and, you know, there's just no question. Um, it's kind of like I, I look at, you know, I'm not sure what your favorite sport is, football or hockey, or, or I'm a basketball fan. You can see the Raptors back here. But, but you know, you can listen to Nick Nurse talk about basketball or, or watch LeBron James on the TV. It's, and yes, it would improve when you're at a certain level, that experience plus the training, plus the coaching, plus watching, plus, you know, rewinding and seeing what they're doing and then go try to, again, do it. But the, the theory in the books, although I have lots of books and read it and, 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 and I, again, that it, it doesn't work without the experience. The experience mm -hmm. is really what it is. You know, the experience is how can I make something happen in the real world? You know, mm -hmm. to know something and not to do it is really not to know it. And so mm -hmm. I'd say a lot of us go through school or as well, I, you know, read some books, here's a book, you know, I read some books and um, I'm not doing it all, mm -hmm. right? It just because I haven't put it into practice. So it's really ultimately putting into practice. Um, and, you know, our business certainly is, is, gosh, we've been doing this for 40 years and really, really, really just getting better and better and better at it. So it, it's, it would, it certainly is not the, the, the massive solution that we could scale everywhere, right? Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. It, it, it also takes really, really unique people hmm. because it's people who want to work that hard. Like I can tell just a little bit about you just from your LinkedIn and from who you are is, is clearly you're really, um, you know, trying to make a statement and trying to be an interactive and trying to really grow your, your, your life and what you're up to. Again, someone who starts a podcast is, and, and is making the traction in the YouTube. It's, 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 it's extra. So, so it's, it, it's, and that's who we're always looking for is those people who want to do a whole bunch more, mm -hmm. you know? So, so it's, it's, um, and remember one of the other things is leadership isn't for everyone. Right. Like, and it's forever who, whoever wants it. Great. Let's provide opportunity. Let's provide coaching. Let's provide ways that they can move forward with. And some people are happy to sort of say, no, I want to support a leader. I want to, I, you know, Chris, what you're up to great. And, and I want to be part of your organization. I want to, you know, be, be a support and understanding that, and that that's not wrong. Gosh, we need everyone in the world to play the best role they can to make progress in the world as, as we see it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and I appreciate all your kind words there. Um, <laughs> the, the question that I'm, that comes to mind right now, and I think, I think it really resonates with me and, um, and also people in my peer group, my, my friends, um, right. like-minded individuals. And this, this note, you spoke earlier about this idea of failure. Right. We're, 
we're avoiding failure so much that we really lack accountability at times. And I don't want to say that too generally about everyone, but it's almost like the fear of failure is comes along with a lack of accountability because you're so afraid of, of failing that when things do go wrong, you don't want to take responsibility. Um, And I think that speaks to where a lot of people my age are, including myself is we have to be, there's something that needs to transform within us to be a little bit more brave to say, it's okay for this podcast to fail. Yeah. And, and it's okay for this business to fail. Um, or if I show up at this internship and, and I'm not cut out for it, like, so what? Yeah. Um, and I feel like that must be a big part of the journey for the people, um, who succeed at student works. Yeah. Well, I've got, I've got a, a way of looking at it, um, that you may not have considered. So, um, and, 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 and a lot of it is around simplifying it. So, so for me, one of the most important things to do is, is to break why we feel failure and, um, and then I'm, I'm, I'm a failure is because what we've done is, is, is we've, we've collapsed. Um, um, I'm not good enough. You know, it's personal. Okay. And we, we, we've taken it on personally. So, so one of the things that, that we try to look at is just, there's only two things that you can really control in your life, Chris. Number one, you made a plan. Did you do your plan? Okay. So we made a commitment to do this podcast at a certain time. You were here. I was here. Okay. So, so we're living our word. Okay. And so, um, that's how we need to judge ourselves really powerfully. And by the way, then maybe some of our, our students, Oh, I didn't do very well. It was cold or my sister had this or this or that, or then, then starting to see, did you notice that that's an excuse? We need to be bigger than our excuses. Our word needs to be bigger than our reasons not to do our word with no blame, with no, you're a bad guy, Chris, you didn't show up. No, 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 no. Just, okay. I never really thought about that. My word is more important than my excuses, my reasons not to do it. We, we need to be unreasonable. I don't want to be about reasons. I want to be about my word. So mm-hmm. I commit to something. I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, you like, you know, and whatever it takes, I'm doing it now, by the way, as well, what I'm saying is whatever it takes, I'm going to do that podcast, whatever it takes. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to not hit the snooze alarm. I'm going to get up. I'll make my bed. I'll empty the dishwasher. I'll, I'll do the things I need to do. I'll, I'll go and do the interview the best I can. I'll go run the training the best I can. Okay. And then the second part of it is, is, is really simple is I'm just going to go try to run the best podcast I can. I'm going to go run the best sales presentation I can. Mm-hmm. And, and that's all there is. So, so, so if I am going to that internship and I'm showing up on time or even better, let's show up early. Okay. And I've, I've got my lights on and I'm, I'm, I'm tuned in, I'm paying attention and mm-hmm. I'm just actively willing, engaged. Then all there is, is, is the actions that I'm taking are, Oh, how do I get better at doing the sales prep? 
you know, first of all, we got to get trained at doing something. We got to read the manuals. Maybe there are extra books I can lead. Maybe there's good podcasts I could listen to. Maybe there's good other tools that I can take. Maybe I can go talk to other people about how I can improve. But it's just, it's clean from, I'm just at work at getting better. It's not, I'm attaching to myself as I'm a good or a bad person. I'm a good person. I, you know, I showed up for the podcast. I'm a good person. And, and again, when I don't, my integrity keeps getting better because I'm aware of it. And then the second component as well, there's a lot of preparing to do the work, then doing the work, and then, you know, taking, taking it and sort of separating it. How did I do? You know, let, let's, let's, you know, what, what, first of all, the result can, is important, but also did I do what I said? You know, how was my intro? How was my conclusion? How, how, how were the different things? Or I did a presentation for my boss or I, uh, uh, um, a, uh, something for him or her. Here it is. Mm -hmm. How did I do? Take that mm -hmm. feedback. Again, I'm not right or wrong. I'm not good or bad. I'm just, I'm just, okay, that was a, that was an effort. How'd I get seven out of 10 next, next time, hopefully I can get seven and a half out of 10 yeah. if I'm looking at it and just seeing it as seeing, seeing it through the lens of pr progress over perfection. Perfection mm -hmm. doesn't exist in the world. Um, and by the way, as well, I certainly struggle with that have struggled with that, you know, just holding mm -hmm. myself too high a level of accountability, too high a level, you know, just being easier on, on ourselves. You know, mm -hmm. but within that context, it's like, hold on, my word is I'm going to do that. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Let's keep getting better and better. Um, and so, so I think as a, you know, young person listening to your podcast, if, if I could just keep seeing myself just separately in those two areas and just keep doing it, keep working on it. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, being loving towards myself and my efforts, you know, you know, just, okay. I, I, I showed up. Okay. I did pretty well. I can do better. Great. Let's keep doing that. And that's that growth mindset we talked about earlier, mm -hmm. you know, not the perfection mindset, not the protection mindset. Mm. And I know you mentioned your friends earlier, um, you know, and this people you spend your time with. So we're building a group of people who are there supporting us, who are mm -hmm. doing the same thing, right? Okay. Trying to get better. Okay. Trying to move forward. You know, because again, even in the bigger cause that we talked about, we're not going to solve these problems without mistakes. We're not going to solve these problems without, you know, finding ways that it's not going to work. What did Edison say when he made his light bulb? I found thousands of ways or how many ways not that it won't, a light bulb won't get made mm -hmm. <laughs> right before he finally found the way it wasn't going to get made. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, and we're talking about this growth mindset and this just progressing every day right every time right. i do a new podcast just try and do it a little better like yeah i'm redoing the thumbnails i'm kind of improving them it's awesome. all about learning right so yes so that getting over that fear of failure allows us to grow and have that growth mindset mm -hmm. and what i really want to encourage is a conversation about what we're growing towards yeah and and what i love what i love about the reason i wanted to invite you on the show and it's just there's a purpose behind what you're doing. Yeah. And that's what we grow towards. Um, because I think that's what gives the energy to the growth. Um, yeah. And so as someone who wakes up every day and is inspired by what they do, you know, we can learn a lot from you as an innovator who's found a new, 
you know, a different way to, to help people overcome the problem of education and, and how they're going to enter the world. Um, so as coming from you, I want to hear, you know, what, what does that, what does that broader purpose of your mission do for you? Yeah. So, um, you know, certainly for me, it's inspiring. You know, my goal was uh, 25 years ago, I, I stood in front of a group or something like that and said, hey, I want to create a thousand millionaires. And, and it was just aw- awesomely challenging to say it. I'd say it once a year and then I'd tuck it away. <laughs> and then over the years, it became a bigger and bigger and something that we were really living into. Um, um, and, and, and so I'll, I got at a really young age, I was the 10th owner operator of this business. And then later on, I became a partner and then I bought it. Um, I got that this doing this, I could really make a difference in the world. That's what I thought. Like, so, so, and I was really lucky to find it at such a young age. So, um, it's amazing having that in your life. And one of the things I want to, I want, I want to recognize and know that I know that not everyone's going to find that. Like I feel really blessed. And again, on the other hand, I know it's, it's through a lot of hard work and commitment and all those sorts of things. So I don't want to not acknowledge those things. But so if I'm young and I, I don't know what that is, I'm listening to Chris. I don't know what that is for me. That's okay. Because mm-hmm. if we get committed to becoming Chris level two, you know, in six months and Chris level three in, in a year. And, and I'm just moving and moving and moving and I get connected to growth and I get connected to uh, contribution as a way of life. Then that's a great way to live your life. You know, like, don't get commit, you know, sorry, I would recommend not getting committed to acquisition not get committed to wealth, although wealth is a great thing. And by the way, wealth will come when we provide all sorts of value in the world. Hmm. You know, wealth actually comes from you provide value and it comes back at you as long as you have the correct systems to, to capture it. But, but so the better thing to focus on is contribution, is growth, because you're never not going to have enough contribution and growth. You easily can have enough money. There's lots and lots of people who have enough money. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so, so, so it's, you know, it's, but growth and contribution, and then it's just, it's, it's addictive. Wow. What can I do? You know, how can I do mm-hmm. more of this? Right? Like, oh, I can grow more. I can contribute more. Isn't that really cool? And that's a way, way better way to spend your life rather than rallying for lower taxes. Right. <laughs> so that's my story. So mm-hmm. <laughs> beautiful. Um, I really like that, that point. And I think, I want to just leave it there for everyone to, to consider that. Um, thank you very, very much for, for coming on the show, Chris. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's been, it's been my pleasure, Chris, and uh, continued, uh, continued success. And, uh, and again, you've got your, your, your boat, as it were, pointed in the right direction.